welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're so happy to be here with each other, here with you, talking about some fiber art stuff and some witchy stuff. We usually kick it off with news. The news that I've got for us this week is that I will be at the Sierra Nevada Yarn Crawl on September 21st to 24th. So if you're in the Northern California area, come by Knits and Knots Tahoe. We're going to have some really cool stuff for you. What news have you got, Emily? I will be at Bitchcraft Louisville on October 1st, which is a one day only witch show. It's all witch themed. And the early bird VIP tickets are $15 to get in. So that is not bad. There's a bunch of workshops. I think a lot of the workshops are free uh, and there's a bunch of vendors and it looks like people are going to like dress up and be cute. Um, Sarah's going to be at my booth with me. Chad's going to be at my booth with me. My mom and my aunt are visiting and coming into town. It's going to be a wonderful kickoff to October. Yay, spooky season. And then as October continues, I will also be at the World Oddities Expo in Baltimore on October 7th. And this will be my first show in Baltimore, but I do have a fair number of retailers in Massachusetts because I have so many fans in Salem. So come on out if you live in Massachusetts to the World Oddities Expo. Uh, If you don't know what type of show that will be, it will be like a lot of like goth spooky stuff. There will be other like just witchy vendors like me, but there will definitely be like horror art and funny taxidermy cool specimens like crystal vendors funky skeletons all that kind of stuff nice that sounds super fascinating Mm -hmm. sweet we can jump into our creative content now we both finished a bunch of stuff i know shock awe i finished two knitting projects Two. Two, I finished this cowl. Oh, this, yeah. Yeah, this is the Noombat cowl by Nori Chan Knits. Um, it's just a simple tubular cowl, but it has a cool feature in that it has a bucket. A bucket for stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's like a yeah. little flock, the pocket. Yep. There's a little pocket in there, and I really like it. Phones are a little bit heavy to be carrying around in your cowl. Yeah, but flap it, around. Mm-hmm. But it's big enough. I made the pocket big enough for a phone, or you could just put your ID or like a key or a snack in there. And I think you have that's a little button cool. in there. You could put a little button at the top. I could, but I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> if I made another one of these, I might do some like overlapping flaps of ribbing. Or you could sew in a snap. Or you could sew in a snap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I'm probably going to give it to a friend or or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i really like it that's very pretty. Um, and I, I also finished my chaos tube so many tubes <laughs> so many tubes i love knitting in tubes mm-hmm. and it's just uh close to a pound of hand spun fiber and it's in a in a body sock with armholes i made a post on instagram about it you've probably seen it because it's doing pretty good because mm-hmm. it looks good Are you going to try it out? No, just tell people to go look at it on Instagram. No, I'm just going to tell people to go look at it on Instagram. It's too much of a hassle, but I really like the yarn. It's a tonal gray base with all these little pops and flecks of color. It's fantastic. The fiber is from our friend Marina of Rapunzel Fiber Arts, and um, it makes me really happy. It's actually like stupidly warm because it's so, it's such a light and airy hand spun that it holds a lot of heat. 
I, I can't wait for it to get cold enough for me to wear this. You are you gonna yeah. some like long sleeves to wear with it too? Because I know it doesn't. Oh, sleeves. yeah, I'll probably wear like a base layer of leggings and a long sleeve t-shirt underneath it. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know if you were gonna wear like uh like really long arm warmers or something. Yeah, no, I'll probably just do my regular base layers of a long sleeve t-shirt and um, leggings and throw this on over it when I need to look presentable. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it brings me a lot of joy and Binks loves sitting on it. So there's that. Wonderful. <laughs> he loves hand spun. And you finished a thing. I did finish a thing. Can't wait to see it. You finished I, it yesterday. I finished this yesterday. Oh, your beautiful paper piece tote bag. It has a pink zipper. It's bubblegum pink, which matches the pink hexagons perfectly. Isn't that cute? Yeah, I have my little moon, moon phases background fabric. And then my kind mm-hmm. of Halloween-y little paper piecing panel that I made. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty. It's lined. Oh, with an autumnal gray background floral print or botanical yeah. Yeah, some mm-hmm. sort of botanical print. And this is a lot of firsts for me. For this zipper? Is, this is my first ever zipper I've sewn into anything. I've never sewn zip before. Mm-hmm. The book could have provided more instruction for how to do that, but I think I did okay on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like wasn't, because you you basically uh, sew this all inside out and then flip the whole thing back inside mm-hmm. out through the lining. Uh, and so I wasn't sure like how far to sew onto the zipper backgrounds, like when I was doing the side seams, mm-hmm. I actually turned it right side out and then went back and sewed up further. Cause I like, it, there was a hole there. So, uh, but mm-hmm. it looks really nice now. It's very stiff because another first was I did interfacing on mm-hmm. the, uh, the outside pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very sturdy and nice. And yeah, I, I changed out my foot on my sewing machine for the walking foot, which I have done before, but not in a hot second. So I had to remember how to switch out foots on my sewing machine. Uh, and yeah, I this went fairly well. It was a pretty easy little sewing project. I didn't have too much trouble with it. So I think that I will make more of these because I think this is, wouldn't she be thrilled to receive this as a gift? I think this is a pretty cute little giftable item. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great for anybody because everybody has trinkets to store. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty good size. Like this would fit my uh, daily bullet journal. Mm -hmm. Um, This fits pens and stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And it's really easy. Now you can modify the pattern and put in a little tab on the side so you could put on a handle or like a, a ring so you could clip a carabiner on or something. Yeah. Uh, I I thought about that as I was sewing and then I just like didn't want to go through and plan that. But I do think that would be nice to add like a sewn in handle off the side. Mm-hmm. But I also have a bag that I really like that just has a lobster claw clip with a sewn on handle. So maybe I'll add that eventually to the zipper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very impressed with myself with this project. I, you should be. I it's gorgeous. And I was like cleaning up scraps that were like on the sewing table and Chad was like, 
you made that bag like 10 minutes after he was in the room. And I was like, yes, that's what I've been making while you were like teaching your class. And he was like, I thought that was a bag that you bought that you were just using. I just realized that that's the bag you were making. I was like, yes, Aha, look, I'm so impressive. You are. I'm very impressed with myself. <laughs> yes. Sewing victory. Oh, it was also my first time quilting. Mm-hmm. A little quilting stitch. Very nice. Yeah. Just on the borders of your uh, paper piece section. Little nice um, parallel lines there. Very yeah. pretty. Yeah. So I it felt like it made me more confident with my sewing machine. And I feel like I can do that little pride flag project now pretty oh yeah pretty easily the next time I feel like sitting down and doing sewing I did I do understand why you prefer sewing in the winter because I was getting real hot going from uh like ironing in between and then sitting down and sewing and like getting up and down and ironing and steaming things that I was kind of like it's 100 degrees outside and maybe this isn't what I should be doing but was very determined to finish so mm-hmm yeah it's a lot more manageable when it's a small project like like knitting socks in the summer you don't have the huge thing on your lap it makes yeah, more it sense to me mm-hmm. it wasn't on my body at all it was just it yeah. was more ironing that was making me feel hot if you're doing like a larger project like a quilt or a garment where you have yards of fabric that you're maneuvering at a time you have these things laying over your lap and it can it can keep you nice and warm in the winter it can yeah. also overheat you in the summer <laughs> but yeah i I didn't bring my other quilting project with me as a whip because it was just like, it's a chaotic pile of pieces, but I'm working on my first um, square. I have the first eight pointed star done and I'm doing a background triangle. So I'll bring that to show you uh, when I'm done with the block and I'm like, look, this is one block of this blanket. Uh, But I think I am going to prepare the pieces for another one of these and bring them with me maybe, uh, to the con to sew a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I might do that with that little like super mini pack with of fabric I showed you a few weeks ago with the gummy bears and just like make one of these out of that. That would be really sweet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's me being very impressed with myself. You, as you should be so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um... And it's maybe the first time I have completed a sewing project that I didn't like have like a horrible like I don't know how to fix this <laughs> like nice. everything went pretty smoothly like even when I flipped out the zipper and I had that hole I was like oh okay I just need to sew this seam up further but like even when I sewed my hundreds of bags during the panini or not bags uh masks during masks the panini, uh mm-hmm. the, like the first one I made when I was attaching the straps I they were like a chaotic nightmare <laughs> um, so Mm-hmm. Maybe the first time I've ever sat down on the sewing machine and didn't just like have a horrible thing happen. I guess when I put, when I did uh, my like button band sewing stuff uh, for a knitting project that I had cut open, it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> but yeah, nice to not feel like you're in a panic at the sewing machine. <laughs> I've broken needles on my sewing machine. I'm I'm not great at sewing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not either. I just know how to rip a straight line. That's 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 it. That's why I feel like I can do that pride flag project because it's going to be all straight lines. <laughs> I think that's a good 
first machine sound quilt for Emily. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I've been working on something that has been making me really happy. It's in my mushroom bag mm-hmm. designed by someone really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is my sock project for serendipitous wool's um, five-year anniversary extravaganza, which is going on now. I will be having this self-striping debuting in late September. Late September is going to be a little wild of a time for me. <laughs> um, we have this and the yarn crawl going on at the same time. Um, Shoba's fifth anniversary is kind of stretching out over a month or so, which is wonderful. But I am doing a sock test knit. This pattern will be coming out then. The pattern is by Fatima of Disturbing the Fleece. And it's got all it's got so much texture. It's got horizontal ribbing across the top of the foot and the leg, and regular standard ribbing across the back of the leg. It's really fun. This is my ancestor's journey colorway inspired by the colorway that Shoba did of the same name. It's got um, plums and a pinky purple and I appreciate that the bottom of the foot is not textured oh yeah yeah it's we're gonna have not an everyone thinks heel. about that <laughs> I think soft designers should yeah I, I concur but <laughs> no it's a really well thought out thing um yeah so I finished everything but the heel on the first sock and um I I, I've been meaning to cast on the second one, but that was not something I could do while I was watching the Ahsoka premiere. Oh, I didn't knit anything. No, we I didn't either. All the lights, and I was like, this with a blanket. <laughs> I know it was great. If you want to hear our nerd rants, check out our office hours for patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm really liking the little uh, garter tab toe. I'm That's cute. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see how it fits. I'm. Oh, you haven't tried it on yet? No, because isn't have to do the heel. Oh, right, right, right. On. Needs a heel. <laughs> yeah, it's a tube sock right now. I don't think it would fit real good. Yeah, so that's going to be on my schedule later today is to uh, cast on the second sock. Nice. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I've been working on is my temperature blanket. And boy, the temperature has been, it's been a wild year. Um, <laughs> it's real hot here. It is not hot here. It's bananas. Um This is the heirloom temperature blanket. The pattern is a mosaic crochet temperature blanket designed by Soraya Hussain. And it cooled down a lot. This yellow chunk you're seeing is our Hurricane Hillary rain that we got. It got pretty chilly. It was in the like low, it was in like the low 60s -hmm. uh, when we got the the wet weather from Hurricane Hillary. (laughs) Like I live in Northern California. Why am I getting hurricane rain? That's Stop, man. I'm sorry. You're going to have to bleep that. (laughs) But yeah, so I've done quite a bit since you've seen it last. This is my little Soka keeping it company. I'm really liking August's pattern. Mm -hmm. It's, it's pretty, it's called Japanese pagoda. And I think it like feels kind of East Asian-y. I'm into it. It's nice. Yeah. Now tell me what you've been working on, friend. I have worked a lot on the blanket. It's the blanket corner. We knit blankets. Yep. It's the least efficient way to make a blanket, but we do it. <laughs> um, so I have worked a bunch on this. This is my Epic Journey blanket, which is uh, Lord of the Rings inspired minis from my advent calendar from Lantern Light Yarn. 
Uh, if you are just catching up with this project, I'm doing a whole row in all the fellowship colors. It's going to take me multiple years. There will be a whole row of all of the other movies colors too. So I have done a lot of these. Uh, this is Prancing. You have. Which is done. <laughs> this is Strider. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the Great Watchtower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, one's a tonal gray with black. Very pretty. Yeah. And then this is Second Breakfast, which is kind Very of nice. like mauvey and like orangey mm, mm-hmm. and this one is oh sorry this is the great watchtower this mm. this navy blue tonal and the black and gray tonal is um ring wraiths which checks out <laughs> and then i have just started on this stripe which is if you want him come and claim him Ooh, it's a nice blue yeah, it's, it's the first, like, well, no, I guess there's blue in this Buckleberry Fairy. There's a little blue. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is so navy. This is the first, like, blue-blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah, so I've done a bunch of that. I'm very impressed with myself. How many stripes do you have total done so far? Um, Who can say? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 completed. I'm on the so you're about halfway there. Yeah, there are 31 total. That's awesome. The next one is Welcome to Rivendale. So I feel like that is a good point in the story to be reaching finally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> Have you been working on anything else? Um, Not really. I've done some rounds on my little cotton top, but I didn't bring it because it's, you know, it looks the same as it Mm -hmm. did previously yeah yeah well Mm -hmm. i got a thing in the mail that i'm really excited about i did a swap with shoba of serendipitous wool we swapped star wars sock sets and this is lando calrissian oh nice it's so pretty and it's uh variegated with like a speckled blue and yellow and there's just really good speckles in there like just look oh i love shoba's work so let's see. The main color is Lando Calrissian in the galaxy far, far away. And then Marigold and Midnight Spell for the little mini skeins. And that is on the Vajra Vayu fingering base, which is Superwash Merino Nylon 2-ply. Nice. I love it. It makes me so happy. I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I live. I'm coveting it. I'm just hugging it. It's nice. Mm-hmm. You got some stuff Ryan's as well? His cape colors. In right? <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some stuff. Uh, I got a stuff for the shop, which mm-hmm. is these. Oh, my goodness. They are teeny plastic shopping baskets. I found the tiniest little plastic shopping baskets um, because I thought, I mean, a lot of people like are holding a chaotic pile of pin and stickers in their mm-hmm. hand when they shop my booth and then they just hand it to me so i'm gonna put these and i made a little sign that says like please need a basket please use this basket if you what did i put on the sign i was just making it in photoshop it says please please feel free to borrow a shopping basket to carry more cuteness and i got a little cute. acrylic sign stand to put by them and i got six of these I'm going to tell you right now, people are going to try and buy the baskets. Yeah, I'll just figure out what they cost me and charge them a bit more than that. 
<laughs> um, so They've yeah, never that's worked. The majority of places I've worked are like <laughs> small business craft stores. <laughs> I've seen how the pricing goes, just like double it. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know if anyone will actually want to buy it then because I think they're like they're costing me four or five bucks. So I'll have to charge like 10 bucks for it. So we'll see. You, you think people will buy them? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, not everybody will, but like. When I work in the yarn shop that has a gift shop on it, like I have sold people multiple $60 mugs in the same transaction. Mm, mm -hmm. Somebody, yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so that is, I'm getting them so I can just buy more um, also if they like break or whatever. But yeah, I got six mm -hmm. to start out with. So I thought I would maybe put like two piles of three on the corner mm -hmm. and then making two signs to put by them. Uh, mm -hmm. Test that out for the first time this weekend. Hopefully, if you want to hear why it's hopefully, listen to Office Hours. Um, oh other thing I got is Star Wars related. <gasps> oh, you got the jacket. Oh, my gosh. You got the Sabine sweater. It's so good. It is a zip uh, front zipper hoodie that's meant to look like Sabine's armor. It is so good. Oh my gosh. Patch. Little elbow patches. Do you love it? I love it. It's really comfy. It's really soft on the inside. It's like that fuzzy sweatshirt material on the inside. Um, it has the Loath Wolf pauldron on the oh, side. I love it. Uh, and it has the little Phoenix. The Firebird. Yeah. And then something that is really neat is the back looks like her helmet. But like her her flight suit also has that same detailing too. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then something I didn't even know when I bought it was it has thumb holes. I might need to purchase that right now. It's extremely high quality. Should um, I run and purchase this for myself? Yeah. I mean, you will love this thing. It's really comfy. I'll show you how it fits. I got the plus size two. Mm -hmm. uh, I find that her universe runs small. Um, this mm. is from her universe, which is Ashley Eckstein, the voice of uh, animated Ahsoka's company. Mm -hmm. And they're a, they're a pretty sweet company. They do like all of their stuff in plus size and straight sizes. So this is the plus size mm -hmm. two on me. I wanted it to be like a little bit baggy. Um, mm -hmm. I find that their plus size one would have fit me like pretty tight. Mm -hmm. And I probably wouldn't be super comfy zipping it. I like a hoodie to be roomy. Mm -hmm. These are comfy. They're long enough. So it's not like doing the thing where it pulls too tight on your thumb. And the mm -hmm. thumb I'm going to buy this immediately after we get done. It's real cute. There is a hair because on it too. That's I, like I might get lots of things. Mm -hmm. I... My first thought when you brought that out was like, I'm stealing that in November. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Nope. Just why uh, I should buy one for myself, like a good girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it a lot. It's a super fun hoodie. A plus would recommend. They have a bunch of, they have a bunch of cool stuff for the Ahsoka show. There's like a dress that looks like Ahsoka's outfit with like the belt. <laughs> I've seen stuff. a lot of those. They ran out of the Siege of Mandalore one or in my size, which I really wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I've i been kind of stalking that item. 
because mm-hmm. I would wear the Siege of Mandalore dress so fast. And they had an, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, their stuff is good. Uh, but yeah, I would I would recommend sizing up if you don't like stuff to fit super tight. Um, I think that their stuff is high enough quality that it's not see-through if it's super tight. Like I have owned a dress that I probably would have preferred a size up and it's still like was totally fine to wear. But if you like stuff to fit looser, size up. This is this dress I'm wearing right now is also her universe brand and it is a size one. So your mileage will vary. But this is like really flowy. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Nice. I love it. Sweet. And, but yeah, I am excited. I want to wear it when it's cooler when the episodes are coming out and I'll be all in my little hoodie. Also, I really want them to make a Disney sleepy plush of the Loath Cat. I have my figment sleep mm. like squishmallow texture and it's like a mm-hmm. laying down like they're sleeping. Uh and they have done a Wampa, a Grogu, and maybe a Tauntaun mm. Star Wars creatures, but I would really like them to make a loath cat like that. Yeah. Oh, man. For all of our Star Wars rants, check out Office Hours. I have more <laughs> Star Wars merch rants for Office Hours too. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't wait. But are we ready for a cult corner? Yeah. We had a loosey-goosey one. You had an anecdote to share that was vaguely pagan-related. Yeah. So (laughs) one of my friends, who is a music teacher, she grew up in Taiwan, and she moved here for college. So Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes she asks us for, you know, like random American cultural things. Um, mm-hmm. But I think she posted on this on Insta- posted this on Instagram. So uh, she, <laughs> I guess, is like for her kid music class. She mm-hmm. was planning a Halloween event. Mm-hmm. And she got an email from a parent saying that their kid won't be participating in this event because they don't celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. So my friend posted on Instagram like oh I'm trying to have an inclusive event is a ho- is Halloween not an inclusive holiday so I had to DM her and be like no 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 <laughs> it's it's fine to have a Halloween event like the people that you that like are not going to want to do this are going to be like super fundamental religious people uh and like it's impossible to have an event that is accessible to all super fundamental religious people because like literally just don't even celebrate any holidays right right like so that's (laughs) i would say that's not something that you should worry about (laughs) honestly like as long as the parent wasn't being rude about it just saying like just informing that their kid won't participate they weren't saying time. anything bad about the parent they were just like should i not be she was like should i right. not be doing this and i wanted to be like no 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 it's totally cool that you're doing that because <laughs> like obviously like don't punish the kid for not being able to participate in that event uh like mm-hmm. don't hurt their grade or whatever but like you don't need to worry about change your event no no (laughs) i was talking about the the parent who didn't want their kid to attend like i personally have no interest in attending christian holidays Mm -hmm. and just being like oh just so you know i won't be there um and not saying like you shouldn't do this i think that's totally fine 
yeah yeah i i i don't know i'm gonna have to like ask her next time i see her like was that like a super rude email that said you shouldn't be doing it or was it like you were just curious (laughs) and it's Um, yeah it's just kind of bananas because like obviously christian the like the umbrella religion of christianity has tons of diversity within it but like all saints day and all souls day is a spooky holiday and it's super catholic like Mm -hmm. so catholic yeah it's like like, the same i mean you don't dress up but it's a lot of christians who don't celebrate halloween would consider catholics to be pagans that's true (laughs) um yeah certainly growing up some of my fundamentalist christian friends had had that crossover of like you're catholic that's pagan (laughs) so i mean they're not that wrong but (laughs) yeah yeah there's a big pantheon of saints in catholicism there's a lot of rituals about eating the body and blood of a deceased deity yeah yeah um but yeah anyway the the my child can't can't celebrate halloween uh just got me on a tangent of like it is since we have been researching pagan holidays and traditions uh it is just like wild that there is a whole group of christians that is okay with christmas but not okay with halloween (laughs) because like all of the christmas stuff is super pagan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it it really is and i feel like a lot of them too would be like oh well we don't like do santa claus and i would be like that's not the pagan part (laughs) that's the Mm -hmm. capitalism part (laughs) yeah isn't because like santa claus is a catholic saint saint nicholas Mm -hmm. yeah i think santa and some small gifts is totally in line with a christian a traditional christian practice yeah but i mean like just just there's just so many different sects and stuff but like yeah i mean to really make it not pagan you have to like not decorate with you know the colors or greens uh or evergreens like Mm -hmm. you can't like candles (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's just wild because a meal like a like a feast meal yeah because i kind of feel like throughout all of european western cultural tradition like there are times when you do certain things and it differs across religions and regions, but like it's pretty standard. You have a midwinter lights and evergreens, darkest evening of the year thing somewhere in the end of December, there is the spring equinox, like first, first growth thing. And then there's like all the various harvests as the growing season happens, culminating in a feast and then after like somewhere around your your final feast of the harvest and before your your twinkling lights end of the year there's something spooky yep i don't know man yeah oh yeah that was my halloween anecdote that's that's interesting i just i thought it was interesting too that like it was just like a cultural thing too of like having not grown up here 
mm-hmm. someone having to be like, wait, is this like bad? Should I not be doing this thing? Um, mm-hmm. And, but like having grown up here knowing like, oh no, that's like a, that's like an outlier. <laughs> don't, don't worry mm-hmm. about that. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, definitely to be inclusive, have non holiday related whatever so everyone can do it but even then like some fundamentalist religions aren't like it's a mixed gender music school so like it's not going to be totally inclusive to everyone religion wise just from the jump mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i would really hope that public institutions would stop doing religious holidays and just have like a general like year end party if you're going to celebrate anything like a winter themed year end I don't know it's hard it's hard because I am just so actively trying to distance myself from Christian practices like Christian cultural like mainstream Christian cultural practices it's hard for me to say just because I find that sort of thing distasteful but I I don't want anybody to stop doing what they want to do in their own homes with their own friends mm-hmm. i don't know it's a lot less sigh play sigh so i guess to kind of like perk this up before we do some promotion it's because this was about a halloween party did you have a favorite halloween costume as a child i was a witch repeatedly but mm. uh my aunt used to sew me halloween costumes when i was really little and one year i was a spider and i had like the arms that attached to my other arm and that's pretty cute a little little emily running around with a big fat spider body and little spider arms nice my dad would always well when i was real little my mom would make my costumes um and they were usually something whimsical and fun and cute she's a very talented sewist um but then when I got a little older and weirder, my dad started making my costumes. And I remember when I was in grade school, he made me a really good werewolf costume. We got the little faux fur and we like made little faux fur like gauntlets and it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So we're going to jump into some self-promotion and uh, be on our way. Mm-hmm. So I have a ton of Star Wars yarn in my Etsy shop. If you're enjoying the Ahsoka show, please go check out what I've got on hand. I've got Ahsoka themed things in there. And I will be also debuting a huge collection of yarn exclusive to Knits and Nuts Tahoe for the Sierra Nevada Yarn Crawl, which will be happening September 21st through 24th. And I will be there in person, I'm assuming, for most of that. Um, So if you're in the Northern California area, come check that out. What about you, Emily? What you got going on? I have all of my regular pin stock on my website. Uh, The survey for Pronoun Pals is going out like as we speak, basically. So if you would like to pre-order the Pronoun Pals, you can do that through the survey. Even if you weren't in the Kickstarter, you can jump on now if you'd like. And you can find that at kittywiththecupcake.com in the news section. I will have a post that has that link up for you. That's so awesome. I love that. So if you're looking to find us anywhere around the internet, please just head on over to fiberheaven.com. That will have show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes. It will have links to my yarn and Emily's merch and patterns, as well as a link to our Patreon, which where we do a whole nother podcast where we talk about the nerd stuff we're into and our business stuff. Um, 
And we have a rad discord full of awesome, spooky people. So go check us out and go to fibercoven.com for all your fiber coven needs. And until next week, keep making yarn magic. Bye.